podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. Weird. Hmm. So it looks green. I have the green green dot on my screen. Mm. All right, I'm trying to make sure the Skype recorder's working. Are you sitting outside? No. Okay. I'm just moving around. I'm about to go into the room. Okay. Get yep. Some coffee. Okie dokie. I uh, we have. Uh... It's recording, so. Alright, let me see here. Is that? No. You should fry it, pan fry it afterwards. Get some butter. Crisp it up. Alright. Oh, shit. I'm tired. <clears throat> well, I, n- none of these really seem that in depth, so it should move relatively quick so all right did you mute or are we having internet no i'm I'm muted i'm ready now i'm in the room all right we will get started three two one the boys are back we're celebrating our second anniversary of the show but before we jump into it we need to tell you real quick about LinkedIn. Guess what? You guys all own businesses and are super rich. So if you want to hire someone, how are you going to do it? Are you going to just put it on your website? Are you going to go to the classifieds? No, you need to list your job over at LinkedIn. There are over 675 million members over at LinkedIn and LinkedIn jobs will screen candidates for hard and soft skills to match up for what you are looking for. There is someone new hired over at LinkedIn every eight seconds. So if you go over to LinkedIn.com slash team, you're going to get $50 off your first job posting. Terms and conditions apply. Remember, that is LinkedIn.com slash team. And with that, uh, the boys are back. It is Grant and I. We're celebrating Bosco's Boys' second anniversary as a show. Grant, how are you doing today? Very sleepy, but I'm glad it's Sunday, the day of rest. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been up. uh, Whoa. Echo. No, we're good. Um, I've been up uh, for a while. I already watched a church service on Zoom. I called my great aunt Berta. Shout out to great aunt Berta. She will never hear this, but uh, I love her all the same. I drank some coffee and uh, I have 20 minutes left in Silver Linings Playbook. So, you know, it's been a very productive morning morning. for me. That sounds great. I'm probably going to hole up today and watch uh, a lot of movies. Yeah, Yeah, I... uh, I'm still getting an echo. What the fuck? All right, let me try something. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. And we're back. All right, well, after some weird technical difficulties, we are rolling. Um, Second anniversary of the show. Um, Grant, what 
What has this ride been like for you? It's been pretty good. I mean, I'm surprised at our consistency, and I'm really surprised about some of the guests that we've landed. If you would have told me from day one that we would be sitting like in veneer with, you know, head head coach Chris Kleiman and Gene Taylor a couple times, and you know, if Gene Gene being all buddy buddy with us, I'd be shocked. And also being, you know, getting media passes and going to Dallas was great. Um, it's it's been a great ride. How about yourself? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think uh, I'm surprised that it has gone uh, so consistently. Again, uh, I went back and I was looking at it. They're outside of the four weeks where we didn't have a show uh, at when the app bumpers died. Um, we have released a show, you know, once a week the entire ride. And that's crazy because uh, no other K-State podcast can say the same. There's uh, a lot more. Uh, now than when we started, but even the handful that were around when we started, they all have hiatuses. They all have an off season. I know it's not always easy, but uh, I think it is something that we can have pride in and hang our hat on that we we, we don't take an off season. We've uh, gone strong, and you know, for better or worse, our first you know chunk of shows outside of the Kentucky uh, preview and you know the Elite Eight stuff. Uh, it's only, we started in the off season. I think I think uh, the way we've been able to handle that's what I'm most proud of. So yeah, that's kind of crazy that you mentioned that because the off season's the hardest part. You have to be very creative, and there's no sports to talk about. So we got another one coming up. So it's time to let those creative juices start flowing. I know, and uh, I think uh, I think we'll have to lean on the boneheads for some Q and As. I think uh, with the current state of uh, you know social distancing yeah. and all that type of stuff, it's gonna be a while before we can hopefully get some in-person guests or anything like that. But we'll uh, have the creative juices flowing. If fans want to see anything specific, tweet at us what you want to see. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And I, I tell you what, I'm glad we have at least a little bit of history getting approved for media credentials because uh, if they're going to do college football at all and if they're going to do it without fans, I might have to get credentialed and be a big J journalist all football season yeah, so I can get in right. there. So we're going to just get started um, against our second anniversary. Um, it's been a wild ride, and, uh, you know, it's a Q&A show. We're probably going to do one of these a month up until July or August. So buckle up and let's get going. We're going to start with Grant Leonard 21. He asked, if you could pick one player uh, to play in a different era and or a different coach, who would it be? I think he's talking basketball. But it could be football. It could be. I mean – I could do both. I mean, when I think about it, basketball comes to mind, um, mainly because it's fresh on the mind after watching that Xavier game the other day. Um, I got to thinking, you know, which team or which players from the 2018-2019 team would would have thrived under Frank, under that team, and it would be nice to see. I bet Barry would have been a great Frank guard. Um, you know, he's got that toughness and that just that crazy will to win. I think it would have been nice to see him. Obviously – Dean on that team would have been nice, but would would Dean have been broken by Frank? Yeah, I don't think Dean would have translated well to Frank. I think Barry would have translated well. And then I could have thought of it as the inverse. I thought of that team and thought, okay, who would have really been, you know, valuable on this most recent Big 12 yeah. championship and Elite Eight run? I landed on Curtis Kelly. Um, oh, yeah, Kurt. I think, I think Jake would have been great, but Jake and Bruce kind of have their history um, Denny Clemente would have been nice, but he he didn't really play defense to the caliber that Bruce wants. But I think having Curtis Kelly 
basically being switching back and forth between the four and the five in Bruce's offense, I think that would have been uh, the thing I most would have wanted to see. So, um, did you watch that game? You weren't able to, right? No, I've watched it on YouTube actually in the yeah. last uh, month, and I I've actually watched it twice because the first time I watched it, I came away like not entertained, but just kind of pissed that we didn't beat Butler. And the second yeah. time it was the same because I, I think, and then credit to Xavier. I mean, they made plays when they needed to, but it was basically stupid mistakes. We should have finished that off in regulation. And does that really change how we that got felt? Hosed. I mean, yeah. fuck God damn. They should have called a foul. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we fouled them the entire way up the floor and then they called on Merriweather, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of came away a little frustrated and all that type of stuff. And, and it, it's an entertaining game. I get it. But I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not overly happy when I watch that game. I'm kind of, it's more of like truly just like a what if type of situation where it's like the exact opposite with the Kentucky sweet 16 game, which is weird because, you know, obviously the, <laughs> yeah, the, we were there. Yeah. Well, we weren't at the Kentucky game. Um, Oh, I mean, like the disappointment. Of oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Fall yeah. Game. Yes, but I, I, I didn't really have, like, because there's nothing to point to. We just lost to a team that couldn't hit a shot or couldn't miss a shot, and we couldn't get anything going, and we were missing our best player and all that type of stuff. So I don't yeah. I don't have I, – I get way more joy watching that Kentucky game than the Xavier game. But the Xavier game, I spend the entire game thinking uh, that that team maybe should have won a national title. Um, and I don't – Yeah, when you watch that game, it's just like – Wow, what a stark difference. Yeah. It, that team was so deep. Yeah, and, and I, I don't get that with – I mean, it was a great ride. Elite Eight's amazing, and we should have beat Loyola. should have gone to the Final Four, but when I watch that Xavier game, I, I just kind of – it's not a, like a happy remembrance. I almost get a little angry, but that might say a little bit more about my uh, personality than anything else. Um, so we'll, we'll keep going. So – Catsman15 says, our basketball recruits all seem to play at a high level, whether it be for their respective AAU teams or their high school. Do you think that will dramatically help them, slightly help them, or not help them at all in the transla- translation to the college level? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I mean, I think it could slightly help them just because of the competition that they play against, but... I don't think that AAU really translates to the difference in college and high school and AAU. I think the, like, the difference between that level of play is incredibly uh, vast. Um, when you get to college, you're playing guys that have been recruited solely to play at a high division, and I just it takes a lot more discipline. So I don't think it'll help them that much, but maybe when you're playing against like some of the better players around the country, it, it helps you to obviously prepare, but... I don't know how much it's going to help. <clears throat> yeah, I'm at the same same way. I, you'd rather have incoming recruits go up against the best possible talent, but I think that more uh, gives you a better scout, and there's a little bit less of a uh, bus component for the recruit, um, seeing yeah. how they go up against higher quality competition. But at the end of the day, whether it's basketball, call or basketball, football, anything, um, it, the jumping competition is so dramatic and everything that's demanded of you as a college athlete is so dramatic. I don't think anything really prepares you for that. So, yeah. Um, Ben Heitze asks ghosts. Do they exist or nah? Have either of you had a moment where you thought it was paranormal? 
I'm going to say no. Um, <laughs> I don't really believe in ghosts per se. Um, there has been some weird times back in the day when I was, when I was younger, there was like my TV would turn on very randomly in the basement. And it's like, this is back in the day. So these TVs don't have like, uh, good, I don't know, timers or anything where they like come on for any reason. Like sometimes they do now, but, uh, not really. What about you? I don't think I've had any paranormal scares. Oh, I, I, I oh, definitely, I, 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 and then, and then there's the echo. We're going to just keep going. Gonna just keep going. Um, um, I do believe in ghosts. I do believe- no, that's really bad. How about now? We back? Yes. What is going on over there? Nothing. It's just my shitty headphones. Okay. Well, I do believe in ghosts. I don't know if I've had anything that I would call paranormal. Just kind of the same stuff. Like, uh, stuff coming on in the middle of the night, uh, when you least expect it, no one's around, random phone calls, stuff seeming to move, but nothing too crazy. I'm sure all of it could probably be explained, but I, I do believe in ghosts. So You believe in ghosts? 100%, yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, What leads to that? So you think that there's like spirits hanging around? I mean, I, I think the difference between believing in like some sort of afterlife versus like ghosts so i don't know it's an interesting topic maybe we should start a, a ghost podcast as a secondary yeah maybe we should but no i just, yeah i think there's uh you know some spirits of soul you know uh the afterlife all that type of stuff and i think you know sometimes they they just come down to say hi maybe i don't know i, I believe it so uh, all right we'll just, keep, I love we'll it. just keep going D underscore mirror five. Will the defense take a step back under Klanderman or will they be better this season? I'll let you take this one first. I think, I mean, here's the thing. If we had one or two more contributors coming back on the defensive line, or even if we had a spring practice period, I would say there's a chance it's going to be better. Um, J ball's coming back to the linebackers. You still bring back quite a bit of experience in the secondary. Um, and I believe in Klanderman, uh, but with the no spring practice with basically all, except for, you know, one consistent contributor gone off the defensive line, uh, with white Hubert, I, I, I think maybe the same, maybe a slight step back, but I don't think it's going to be dramatic. Yeah, I mean, like, in the change in coaching, I don't think due to that we're going to take a huge step back for any reason. I mean, we're already in a defensive system. I I, I believe in Klanerman's ability and chops, and we still have Coach Kleiman, who's a great defensive mind. So I think we'll probably be pretty much on par. Yeah, and speaking of White Hubert, the next one from KSU Railroader, he has a handful coming up. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but White Hubert was showing off his musical skills with his guitar and singing. It was on the local news back in Topeka. Uh, so oh, he wow. asked us, what song would you want White Hubert to serenade you with? Oh, God. I think I know what you're going to pick. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Mine's easy. Oh, shoot. Well, why don't you tell the people, and then I'll think of something. Oh, it would be Here by Enrique Iglesias, the single greatest song in the history of the world. I mean, honestly, I would love to see him saying that. So I'll just piggyback off of you because that would be a sight to see. Yeah. All right. The next – and it would. I, I I think White needs to do that since there won't be a uh, real Big 12 media day. I think there should be a virtual media day where he actually just takes song requests. 
That would be great. Uh, the next one from Casey Railroader. Yes. Which football or basketball coach would you most like to have a few beers with? <sighs> like in – at any time? Right, let's, let, let's break it out. Let's give the people what they want. Give me one ba- football coach who's no longer on staff. Give me one basketball coach no longer on staff. One football coach on staff, one basketball coach on staff. Football no longer on staff. Fuck. Um, that's tough, man. Actually, I'm going to start with who's on staff. I want to have a beer with Bruce pretty fucking bad. I mean, he's the goofiest dude in the world. He's really fun to talk to. And he kind of put that out there about what you know what he likes to drink. So I'd love to sit down and have a, have a few beers with Bruce. Um and just listen to him make me laugh for a while. Um, football on staff, definitely not climbing. Probably Van probably Van Malone because he's just an entertaining dude. Um, I, I could Honestly, I could do Scotty for off staff too because I feel like he would be really fun to hang out with. Um, I'm really jealous um, because Matt was telling me about how, how fun that him and his wife are and just how cool they are. So probably Scotty who's off staff. And then hoops off staff, got to be Frank, right? I mean, I I think Bob Huggins. I I want to. I want. Bob would be good too. He would. Oh man, the stories he would be able to yeah, tell. Yeah, but I think I think off staff, I would go uh, Bob Huggins. Frank would be a close second. Um, football off staff. I I mean, I would love to talk to Bob Stoops uh, over a couple uh, cold beers. Uh, yeah, that'd be. I a think good Bob place. Stoops would be mine for off staff football. On staff football. Um, I could maybe do, do Brent and just spend hours trying to convince him to come home. I don't think that's ever going to happen, so I'm going to just hang out with Bob. Um, football on staff, I think Van would be my number one pick. Klinderman's probably number two. Uh, Colin Klein might, uh, you know, might might be a sneaky good pick there too. Um, I'm not sure if, how many beers he drinks though, and then basketball on staff bruce would be my number one but it looks like shane southwell is returning to the team so i think uh shane or to the staff so i think shane southwell actually would be a really good one uh for that as well klein may not be a great choice i do remember that story travis told but they they went to the bar and ordered a milkshake yeah like a chocolate milk at the bar after they won the big Twelve championship yeah i well i i think i just like to hang out with them and uh you know kind of we've heard travis's perspective of those 2011 2012 teams i'd love yeah then also i'd I'd want to ask him uh if he had any idea any idea that um uh teo monte teo from notre dame was a pathological liar when he hung out with him at the uh, heisman ceremony seriously um I can't believe they just let that slide. It feels like everyone just forgot about that. That is crazy. Like, like what, a, what happened today? I feel like it would be, but it was only eight years ago. I cannot believe. I mean, the dude lied about a girlfriend dying. It, and even if it like wasn't a malicious lie, which I don't think it was. Like he got catfished so hardcore. That they made like a national story about his girlfriend. How hilarious! Is it that? was on College Game Day. I know that's insane. That's like the biggest catfish story oh, ever. I know it's absurd. All right, uh, Casey Railroader asks, "Did Carol Baskin feed her husband to the tiger?" Um, I don't know. I'm only halfway through, so I hope I don't want to talk about okay, it. Okay, well, she 100% did. 
Um, I believe she probably did, at least by this point, but whatever. All right, and then the last one from KSU Railroader. Uh, what is your favorite guess you've had so far? Who's the next big one? Hmm. That's a great question. Who is the next big one? Because we have some, you know, unique circumstances. But I've... my favorite guess that we've had, um, I really, really like talking to Gene. I think he might be my favorite. He's probably my number one. Close number two, maybe Bruce. Yeah, I agree with you on both those. And then uh, honorable mention to Ian and Reggie. Yeah. Um, Mike was good via Skype. Um, but yeah, those are those are probably my favorite. Um, and then Cisco Kids, pretty solid. Oh yeah, Jesse Ertz is great, and I, maybe this is just because of how down to earth Jesse is. He doesn't like seem. Big time. I, I don't know if that's going to come off weird or not, but he just seems like a buddy, you know. At this point, yeah, yeah. it's like he's not even. It's not like he's a guest. He's just like a friend. Um, but yeah, I, I love the Cisco kid. Um, for the next big one, I've been I've been tweeting at Sean Lowe a ton. He, he's probably going to yeah. block me on Twitter soon. Um, but I I'd like that. That'd be a big one for that, you. That would be big. I well, I think that would get a lot of downloads, but. Um, We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll work on trying to get a big one, uh, even during these interesting times. Uh, the good chef, Chef Andre Napier, he has a handful coming up. The next four from the chef. Uh, he asked, do you guys partake in microdosing? I'm not really even sure what that is, so I don't. Um, what, like doing acid? I mean, is that what microdosing? <laughs> That's what he's referring to. I definitely don't uh, do that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I think, like... I could be way off here, and I know that in some instance it definitely does refer to acid. I don't know if that's what he's talking about, but I know people take, like, very small doses of acid. Um, but, I, yeah, no, definitely not. I don't know what the point is. Obviously, there's – obviously, there is a point, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Okay, so that's a no. Uh, the next one from the chef. This is a depressing one. We might spend a little time talking about this one. Um, what is the percent chance do you see the next upcoming football season to be canceled or postponed? I mean, I feel like it's going to be pushed back or shortened. I think it's a pretty high chance. Yeah, I think I think there is absolutely zero chance that K-State football plays 12 games this year. I would agree with that. I think, yeah, I think there's zero chance. I think uh, – I mean, Kirk Herbstreit said he'd be surprised if any games happen this year. And I know some folks are trying to discredit that, but here's the thing. He's the face of college football uh, for ESPN, who's the largest rights holder. Um, he definitely has inside information, whether or not he presented it as an opinion or not. He would not have said that if ESPN was not preparing themselves for no college football. So. I, at this point, I just hope there's a season, um, but I think it's as close to 100% as possible uh, yeah. that it's either canceled, postponed, rescheduled, uh, changed up. I don't I, – it's not – nothing's 100%, but I would say 90%. Yeah, I don't feel pretty good. I don't feel good about it at all, and I'm seeing some storylines about um, possibilities of starting the season earlier, like in the summer months, which is just like – a pipe dream. I don't know what those people are thinking. I mean, the main issue, as far as I understand it, the main issue is like we can't just go back to normal until we have like a vaccine, which is, takes a while, at least a year. 
So starting the season earlier basically completely negates that. And also, I don't think there's really enough evidence yet for us to say that warm weather is going to curve the virus anyway. So it's just shitty. I don't I don't see it happening. I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's like 90% not going to happen. Yeah, I think uh, the idea of starting it early, like starting the season in July and running it through September, that would work if, if there was kind of to show it was going to burn out like some other viruses. But um, at this point... That would be fucking brutal. But also it's just like... Are we playing without fans? Are we going to have a season without fans? Because, I mean, you can't just... Getting 50,000 people together in one spot would be a pretty bad idea, whether it's hot or not. So I just can't imagine. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but no, if uh, any decisions get made on that, we'll do a uh, breaking news pod and talk about it. But uh, as of right now, neither one of us are uh, confident we'll have a 12-game season. Um, he asked, are yoga pants workplace appropriate? I mean, since everyone's working from home or most people are working from home, I mean, I, why not? Yeah, I mean, sure. Once you start going back into the office, I, think I don't just... know. God, yeah. I mean, they're tough. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what, what, where? I've never seen anyone wear yoga pants to work, so I'm not sure. Probably not. I would say probably not. I mean, yeah, I mean, but it's whatever. I don't care. Some scrubs now are fucking like yoga pants. It's ridiculous. So, well, I don't know. I'm going to say no. You say yes, I'll say no. Well, mine was like saying, like, because everyone's working from home. Yeah, it depends on where you're working, I guess. Uh, the last one from The Good Chef. What's the longest you guys have spent apart since starting the podcast? Hmm. It's probably going to be, like, right now. Yeah, probably. I mean, we went four weeks, uh, and we could probably do, we could do an in-person podcast. I mean, if we really wanted to, like you could come over and we could podcast like we normally do. But yeah, it'd probably be better to err on the side of caution. So it's gonna be a while. Yeah, but I think uh, at least up until this point, it's the four-week hiatus because uh, we've done strings of Skype shows, but I think we've met up and. Uh, was it last June you were away for a lot of it? I don't know, but probably not more than four yeah. weeks. Yeah, this one's going to be – have some serious withdrawals. Yeah, it'll be all right. We'll make it through. Um, Brett Mori one asks, what is your guys' dream inter- interview you haven't quite gotten yet? I mean, mine's Sean Lowe. You've had the same one since we started it. I don't know if you want right. to speak. Yeah, my magnum opus was to try to get – stone street on because i feel like that would be pretty big but still haven't heard back <laughs> yeah um if anyone has the end with eric stone he's a celebrity. Street, he is so he, maybe it might be tough but he's a pretty cool guy so I, it's not out of the realm of possibility i mean we're just as cool as rich eisen right <laughs> absolutely uh so yeah so uh eric stone street and sean lowe the, if anyone has any inside either one of those slide into the dms um, C underscore Enrad asks, have you ever tried to shine a laser at the mirrors that we placed on the moon? No. Yeah, I didn't know that <laughs> didn't, was a thing. No, we had Uh, yeah, I mean, you learn something new every day. Um, good friend of the pod, Travis Tannehill, recurring guest Travis Tannehill asks, why is Grant so angry lately? I'm not going to answer that. I refuse. Probably for the best. If anyone wants to know why, just go to Grant's Twitter account. 
<laughs> Slide my DMs. <laughs> uh, SL Keck asks, if you had to be quarantined from this year's basketball team, who would you choose? Hmm. Who do you think is the funniest guy on the team? Uh, Cartier or... Uh, Cardi's probably my favorite player, so probably Cardi. Tony um, Gordon I would be a fun time. Tony would be fun. He would He'd be, sit around and talk shit on a lot of people, I think. He'd probably just be trolling you constantly, you know? Yeah, I would want to, like, work with Tony to troll other people. Um, let's see. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Mac, though. Yeah. He seems like a big bundle of joy. Yeah, he's going to stay positive through the entire quarantine, so. Yeah. I, I think a lot of good candidates. Um, let's see. The next one from Prumsfee. He asks, uh, college football expert and historian uh, Rob Cassidy recently incorrectly claimed that K-State has the best internet fan base on earth and others are starting to think and say the same thing. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of K-State online contributors of all time? I, and he has the exact same four I would have. Yeah. Batty 4K, so, Steve, Dave, 33, and Fan. Those are the best. I know. I feel like he had the exact same ones that I was going to say. Cat I, Lab was pretty good on YouTube. His his stuff is pretty funny. I could say Preston could be in one of those four. I don't really like – since I wasn't a hardcore go Ema guy, I didn't really like see Fatty's like posting. So I see Preston's all the time because I'm – I'm obviously on Twitter, so I could say no disrespect to Fatty, obviously, but Preston for Fatty instead Oof. because I didn't really get to see him post. But man, all his YouTube content. But as far as dude, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, as far as like the Mount Rushmore, yeah. I mean, he's got probably, probably got the greatest YouTube video ever made for for K State football. That's a good point. I didn't for some reason I was just thinking like posters. No, total internet. I but like entire entire internet. That's probably that's a good point. It's probably got to be that four. Yeah. I mean he nailed. I I agree. Um, from Wildcat jokes, what is the ceiling and floor for next year's football team? A very poignant, non-jokey question from Wildcat jokes. So ceiling yeah, okay. and floor. As let's just assume. Let's just say twelve game schedule. Uh, just because we don't know what it's going to be, but what would you say the ceiling and the floor is as we sit here on March 29th? Oh, gosh. What did we go, 8-5 and five last year? Yep. I would say ceiling. I could see us getting to nine wins um, in a best-case scenario um, because I do think we're going to take a step back. Um, floor, four, four and eight. Ceiling, nine and three. Nine and four, nine yeah, and three. Yeah, I'm about in that same spot. Um, you could realistically, I mean, you're going to win hopefully all three non-con that gets you the three. You're going to beat KU at home or on, yeah, KU and Texas Tech at home. That gets you to five. So maybe I would say five and. Although I mean, we lost to a bad Vanderbilt team before. Now I think four and right's the right floor. Um, we also lost to it. Real bad West Virginia team last year. We really shouldn't. Yeah, have. but we're going there this year. Yeah. So I mean, I I would say four, four, and then I, I agree with you. I think I think in a in a best case scenario, you could see uh, nine wins. Baylor's going to take a step back. You get Texas at home. I don't think we're beating Oklahoma and Norman, but we've done it before. Um, so I, I agree. Uh, I think that's a good call out. Um, Derek Litkey asks, "Will the Chiefs repeat?" 
I'm going to say no because it's really hard to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. Um, and it's really, really hard to repeat. Um, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'll probably say no. Say All no. right, we got one, two, three, four coming from Prez04, our good friend Nathan. He asks, and this is my favorite one, uh, is this the perfect time to push back the start of college basketball to January in 2021? I don't know if things are going to get better by January 2021, but we 100% should move it. I agree. I think that the basketball schedule is really stupid. I think that, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, he then asks, what is really the final frontier, deep ocean or deep space? That's a great question. It's maybe the best question. It's it's uh, well, I'm gonna be honest. I watched. <laughs> you ever watch pl- uh, like Planet Earth and Blue yep. Planet shit yep. like that? So I watch Blue Planet two almost every night as like a little lullaby to go to sleep. Um, set a, set a little timer for the TV and let Dave, David Attenborough just you know send me to the dreamland. And I always watch basically the same episode. It's the deep one. Um, episode two, and every time they say we know more about outer space than we do about the, the floors of our ocean, so I guess it's the ocean. I agree with David you. David Eckerl is not going to lie. I agree with you 110%. Um, he asks, is it just me, or is ESPN Plus actually great and people just have bad internet connections and routers? I've never once had an issue with watch ESPN or ESPN Plus. Um, I agree. I, I think that they're very good. I watched, so people were complaining about... Uh, one of the non-con basketball games, and, I, and mm-hmm. I was checking Twitter during the game, and I connected to the Wi-Fi in Bramlage. The guest Wi-Fi was able to pull up the K-State game and not have any issue. So I think uh, people just need to figure out their internet connections and routers. Yeah. In the past, I've had issues with Watch ESPN, but since they've launched like ESPN+, Plus, it's always been fine. My only complaint is like, a couple of times it's had shitty production, but not – it's always been very, very good and reliable stream for me. Yeah, and I think a lot the biggest issue anyone's ever had was that Oklahoma State game. We got to deal with that <laughs> monstrosity in person, so. That was a nightmare. <laughs> it was bad. Um, and then the final one from Prez04, is it fair to judge New York pizza and Chicago pizza in the same category, or are they too different to declare a winner? <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're comparing them, you 100% can. Do you prefer thin jumbo slices or do you prefer prefer a casserole, basically? So I have a question for you. Yeah. And I was listening to another podcast the other day where they were talking about this. And is there a like a so there's deep dish pizza, right? Is that but is there like a Chicago style pizza? I think that there is like an actual pizza that is Chicago style, and then there's deep dish. Like two completely separate entities. See, I are you aware? Of no, this? I was under the impression that when people say Chicago style or Chicago pizza, they're referring to deep dish. So that may be the case, but mm, I don't know. See, like I don't. I yeah, I mean, deep dish is good. But I don't consider it pizza. I it's don't. It's a casserole. It's like an it's an yeah. Italian type of casserole. I much prefer. I mean, my favorite style of pizza at all is like a big, giant, thin New York style slice. So. I would I would lean towards that, but deep dish is pretty damn good in the limited times I've had it. I mean, I just prefer actually just a regular whatever Minsky's pizza is. That's good too, I mean, though. Pizza's pizza. Yeah. I will pretty much enjoy yeah, it. I love Minsky's. Um, 
Mike Smith, M-I-K, 3-5 Miss. Uh, Mike, come on, Mike, get your shit together as usual. Um, what will be the first beer you order at a bar in your first non-home-cooked meal when this lockdown's over? Uh, I mean, delivery's still going, so, like, getting restaurant food is not hard at all right now. It's not, but... I mean, I'll sit down, like, man. maybe in a... Maybe... I really do want to go to a bar and, like, get a beer. I need some food. It sounds really, really great. I miss it. I mean, I I don't... I mean, I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't go to bars a ton. Um, but I do miss, like, kind of going to the different breweries and, like, talking. I miss that, too. Talking yeah. to, like, the guy, whoever's, like, pouring. Uh, although I, I would love to go back to ITAP soon, Double Shift, just, like, the usual places. Um I mean, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I, I really was going to like this baseball season try to make a habit of like going to the peanut, eating some wings, and watching a Royals game like, like once or twice a month. Like even if it's just by myself, just because you know I I love the peanut, and I, I like watching baseball. Yeah. So that might end up being what I do. That sounds really nice. I'm gonna be so, honest. Um. So Grant Leonard, 21, he's back in the picture. He has three, so the next three are from him. If you're cooking one dish just for yourself, no restrictions on ingredients, what are you making? One dish, not a meal, one dish. A dish. All right, so what do you mean, not a meal? What do you mean by so one it, dish? Like My answer is going to be something along the lines of like a steak with a encrusted blue cheese with a rosemary garlic sauce. Something along those lines. Okay. But I can't then say, oh, and then a Caesar salad and a baked potato, because that then becomes okay, a meal. Yeah. Basically an entree. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, if you really want to make an elaborate casserole, that's kind of the thing all in itself. But, like, no, I'd, I'd have, like, the most extravagant piece, like, Wagyu, ribeye, bone-in, you know, 28 ounces, cast iron skillet, and, a, you know blue cheese make the sauce all that type of stuff so that's what i would cook sounds delicious um if i'm gonna try to get the most bang for my buck i might do like chili so i can have like a nice big bowl of chili which will feel like a, a well-rounded meal how about that eh, i mean hey whatever floats your boat i'm not gonna hate on chili i like chili um Grant, do you like a spicy chili? Oh, I mean, I like I like all of it. Like the biggest thing for chili when I make it myself is I probably put way more meat than what you would usually want. It's like it. Yeah, I usually do like stew meat and hamburger. See, I'll do I'll do either some chuck. I might do some ground beef, but I almost always add in Italian sausage as well. Interesting. Yeah, so, and then tomatoes, some. Uh, different peppers, chili powder, of course, ground mustard. I put some ground mustard in there. So I, uh, I just kind of, we should have a Bosco's boys chili cook off. I mean, we should, we, we'll, we'll do that this winter because it's like That'd almost done with chili weather. So yeah, it's over. Uh, the next one from grants, uh, if you had to drink one chain, big name beer for the rest of your life, what do you pick? I mean, I, I'd probably, one chain. So, does Boulevard count? No, I think he's talking about the like big, big domestics. Um, Bud Select. Yeah, I think 
already do basically drink that as my my primary light I beer. I do Coors so. Light. I'm a mountain guy. I know you have connections to the uh, the Budweiser families. So, um, what's the, his final one? What is the most fun you've had during quarantine and isolation? I've just been watching a lot of movies. I've already gone through the latest season of Ozarks. Just binging. Ooh, I need to do it's that. It's really good. Um, really good. Gosh, I have so much to watch right now, um, which is not a bad thing. Probably yesterday, I set up a little gaming nook. I bought a small TV and put it in this back, that little back corner, like of my apartment. And we're gonna get a curtain, close it off completely, so that I'm isolated. <laughs> and it's great. It may, makes me feel like I'm back at K State when I had this shitty little TV and on my crappy desk. I love it. Uh. So that's that's the, my favorite thing I've done. Remember so when we used to play FIFA at my house on Yuma, up in that little nook on a shitty couch with a that was a that was a nice little. It was. Nook, it was though. a great nook. Um, that's top five drunkest I've ever been, but we won't dive no, into that. We should never, ever, ever <laughs> talk about that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. I agree. I, I, I agree with you. That night might be the most drunk I've ever been in my life. And we're just going to uh, – well, hold on. It was Dr. Pepper and uh, Evan Williams. I mean, we drank like right? – Jesus Christ. It was like a handle of Evan Williams. Yeah. And we probably – I mean, over half of it I think we drank. Just playing FIFA, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Over, over and over. And over. And over. And yeah, that was maybe the most drunk I've ever been. Um, Derek Litke is back. He has three more before uh, – Alan uh, finishes us off. Um, saw us on the message boards. Curious what you guys think. Over, under, Coach Klam in five more years at K-State. If it's under, how many years? I think it's over, but I think friend of the show, friend of the pod, maybe best friend of the pod, said under. Matt Hall said under, and that really made me raise an eyebrow. Wow. But I'm saying over. I don't like I'll say over, and if it's under four years, yeah, I, I mean that's about where I'm at. I'm just trying to get the most out of Coach Kleiman I no. can in this story. Uh, Derek asks, any chance we get Gene or Coach Kleiman on the podcast again this summer, assuming everything is back to normal uh, with the coronavirus? I don't think we're going to see normal for a really long time. Um, I think there's a good chance we could get Gene on. I guess my question would be yeah. to the Boneheads if we were going to spend up our goodwill capital to get football coach on the pod do you want it to be coach Kleiman or is there an assistant coach I mean me personally I'd rather have either Van Malone or uh, Klanderman mainly because Kleiman doesn't like talking to us but I mean uh, if the fans want Kleiman then uh, then that's who I'll request but uh, Grant what do you think yeah I wouldn't mind getting Kleiman like giving another shot to a Kleiman episode now that you know I don't know he's just really scary that's the problem. But I do badly want to talk to Van Malone. So I would probably, since we've already done it, I feel like we should try to work our way through. We've already missed out on Scotty. So let's get Van while we have him. I you know? agree with you. Um, last one from Derek Lipke. Are you worried about our offensive line recruiting misses? Do you think we'll eventually start to hit our targets after Coach Riley starts putting some guys in the NFL? I'm not worried about any of the recruiting misses. Like, here's the thing. The reason why this stuff is, uh, you know, coming to the forefront is because we're going after higher quality guys. When you're going after higher quality guys, you're going to have to compete with, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, the regional big time players. 
uh, and you're going to lose out. It's not like we're competing against, you know, Colorado State in northern Iowa for offensive line recruits anymore. We're not hoping to turn walk-ons into all-conference players. So um, I'm not too worried about it at all. Are you worried at any of this? No, I think you nailed it. Um, you know, DY said that a long time ago when we're going to be in more battles, which is going to mean more losses. So I, I don't think there's any reason to worry. And, yeah, you nailed it. All right, it. and then the final one from uh, Big Al 034. This actually was sent in back in December, and we just missed it. We try to always get to all of our uh, questions that have the hashtag Ask Boss go on it. So over this past decade, so from 2010 to present, you have to pick a president and a vice president from the hoops team and a president and vice president from the football team. And this is for the United States. Christ. Um, you go first. I'm trying to find that question so I can read it. It's from um, December 27th. I okay. can send it to uh, you. Yeah, you in a, I just took a screen grab. Hold on. So, so for football, I am going president. I'm going to go with. Oh, boy. Um, let's go with Denzel Goolsby for president. I think he's a presidential guy. He has a good head on his shoulder. He seems to really care for people. And his vice president would be his vice president would be Colin Klein. So Colin Klein, I don't think he quite has the charisma to be the lead on the ticket, but I think uh, he'd do some good work behind the scenes. Uh, Hoops president, I'm going with Shane Southwell, man. Uh, I'd do anything for Shane. I think Shane could uh, really get folks to believe. Um, And then his vice president could be Cam Stokes, because I think he'd look good uh, in a suit campaigning, and uh, Cam Stokes just deserves more deserves more love, so he's going to be the vice president. So those are my uh, those are my tickets. Who do you got? Oh boy, football president. I'm going Arthur Brown, the judge. He's going to get things done. He's going to take no BS. Vice president is Harper because he's funny and he's going to be just the entertainment factor. Um, hoops president. I want JS. JO. Trying to have a cent football president. And then vice president. Um, for hoops of the last decade. How about Denny? A guy that barely speaks any English. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be fun. I, I, I'd have fun with that. So that would, uh, really rile some people. Oh, out. that would. JO and Denny, <laughs> that would, uh, that would probably send send a segment of the country into a meltdown. So uh, those are all the questions. Um, you know, I, I don't have anything else. I just want to thank you. Uh, it's been a fun ride for two years. I think uh, I can commit right now to at least one more year. Um, so hopefully we'll be doing this uh, a year from now. I want to thank all the boneheads. Uh, without you guys, would not, uh, not be possible. And then I just uh, want everyone to – Take things seriously, uh, stay healthy, do what's best for yourself, do what's best for the greater mankind. So that's all I have, but I'll uh, let you have the final words. I won't say another thing. Good ending. Um, Yeah, I I completely agree with that. It's been a good ride. Um, We're not going anywhere because now we're – shoot, we're going to have to find some time. We're going to have to 
ramp it up maybe because of this damn lockdown. So um, we love you guys. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, Maybe at the get it. Sports Social Podcast Network.